Hey everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice cold cherry coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week, it's another spooky film on Mainstream Boys. We watch the Peacock original film, Halloween Kills, with the OG Scream Queen herself, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Judy Greer. So, what's going on? Spencer, back again on the Those Movie Dudes Mainstream Boys podcast. Good to good to see your smiling, beautiful, handsome face yet again. Wow. That was unexpected. Um, <laughs> okay. How many compliments, how many adjectives of like complimentary words can I give to you in one sentence? That's the real question. Random bullshit chit-chat. Um that is what this section of the that's show is. If, I, I, if you're wondering why Spencer said that, that's in the show notes. Um, this is where we talk about nothing, which is basically my favorite part of the show because it's just nonsense crap. I um, deliberately left in like an excessive amount of nonsense talk in the last episode of those movie dudes. Yeah, it's the best part. I think people tune out after we start, you know, talking about the those movie dudes podcast itself. At least I do, but I listen to the whole thing because. I care and support the show. Question. These recliners at the theaters that you go to, does your feet hang off? Or Yeah, honestly, uh, I think. I guess it depends on how far back you lay. Um, but, like, kind of, yeah. The, 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 the IMAX, yes. The IMAX, they do hang off. Okay. It's like it barely reclines. Because, yeah, uh, so. the, both the theaters uh, next to me, they both have the recliners, but they're I feel like they're kind of on the smaller side. Because, yeah, like, after a while, it's like my feet are like, All right, I, I'm just going to sit normally. <laughs> like, this is just uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I, but. When I went and saw uh, uh, Venom 2 or whatever, um, I forgot to even recline until halfway through the movie. Oh, yeah, I went and saw that, like, last week. Oh. The Rise of Carnage. <laughs> Did I even tell you that? Yeah, I saw that, like, last week. It was uh, it was pretty fun. Tom Hardy. Okay. All right. $60 in movie tickets and food later, we saw Venom. Well, you're supporting the theaters. I think that's what they can appreciate, so it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I saw... I do, I do what uh, I can. When I went and saw No Time to Die, I paid... I think it was $32 for two IMAX tickets, and I was like... It's not bad. I mean, whatever. Like, no, I mean, you know, you go to the Dolby down here and it's at least 17 plus tax. Yeah. But, and that's not even IMAX. So, you know, that that's where I really miss having AMCA list because it's like 20, 24 bucks a month. And is when it, there was movies coming out, you're clearly saving money. Is that still a so thing it, or did they get rid of that? Oh, no, you can you can still get it. It's just really not a, a smart investment at this point. So. Are there no uh, AMC theaters open? Oh, they're there? all open. It's just there's not enough movies coming out. Oh, I'm, well, I think there's a good amount now. Box office is doing pretty well. I don't know if you saw what Halloween Kills did over the weekend, but... I didn't. What did it do? It made about like $52 million. Damn. Wow. Yeah, for okay. Halloween Kills. like and, and it also debuted on Peacock, which, I mean, I don't think anyone knows what that is other than a giant bird. So. Oh, I do. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you know what NBC is, you should know that you know the peacock yeah, no, is the logo. 
I don't know a single person that has the Peacock Premium other than you because you got it for football. But <laughs> I got it for football, yeah, and it's only one night a week where I actually use it. Um, and I I have yet to use it for anything other than that and Halloween Kills so far. So and No Time to um, Die made like sixty yeah. million dollars, I think, and Dune is projecting like almost seventy. So the numbers are starting to go back up in terms of like theaters or movies kind of making some money see... at the box office but it's that's the thing it's it's the, it's the giant ip movies um big property disney that type of stuff or sequels reboots all that stuff is making the most amount of money and indie films like they, they're just they have nowhere to breathe anymore at least not in theaters i mean they seem to a lot of them will catch on on streaming services and they get like positive word of mouth but they they've already made their money at that point they already sold out yeah so it's like it doesn't doesn't really matter but we have some like smaller movies coming out uh like uh the french dispatch the new wes anderson movie like i know it's in limited theaters this weekend mm-hmm. and then it gets released a little wider but it's like who's gonna go see that in theaters besides like the diehard cinephiles uh and the, the issue is like older people would be like a mass audience for that but due to the pandemic more like, they're to probably go. not gonna yeah, go out because prime example the movie uh that also got released last weekend with halloween kills was the last duel that's the Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, medieval. Oh, yes, yeah, I really want to see that. Yeah, that looks, it, it actually really looks cool. pretty good, yeah. And um, it was like $100 million uh, to produce it. It made $4 million at the box office. Oh, it came no. came in fifth place. Um, what's what, what is the reviews? What, what's the response for like those? high it, 70s, it... and people are saying, yeah, like it's really Scott doing All his right, thing. Well... Uh, Jodie Co- uh, Comer from uh, Free Guy, she most likely is going to get an Oscar nomination for Best Actress. All right, I heard well, she's that good. Um, I will try to pay to at least watch it on a streaming service at some point. <laughs> well, the thing. I, I feel like it's going to get dumped vod for 20 bucks in like a week or two because yeah because like there's no reason to keep it in theaters at this point like the the studios are paying to lease theaters and making no money for it so i mean you know they really might need to just cut their losses at this point that's too bad really ridley scott has another movie coming out in like like two or three weeks called the house of gucci oh lady gaga and that's i mean that's another kind of oh man random movie that who knows how it's going to do in the box office it's it's maybe they'll get like the stars born crowd for that eternals and uh shane chi and halloween kills big named properties or, you know that's what the that's what i was going to say money. is like what maybe been the, around the time that uh the batman comes out in march that's that, gonna be huge you know i hope so because that looks so fun Oh man, that could get to hundred million dollars oh, open a weekend, like easily. I think, and we haven't seen a movie hit that. I mean, since before the pandemic. So I mean, it's crazy. I I wonder what it, it must have been like. Something toward Star Wars, like probably. December of Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker was the last like giant movie that, uh, to come out. That was December two thousand nineteen, and then everything blew okay. up in March. So that was probably Damn, the last imagine... movie to make the most amount of money. Could you imagine if, for some reason, those Star Wars movies were like on the timeline of like the last one was going to come out in 2020 instead of 2019 and then they had to push it like a year or two like I mean, it's what happened to basically every movie in the last yeah year i mean so besides, good lord yeah. anyways well speaking of movies and new release movies especially um big box office films this is mainstream boys the show where we talk about the new release films of the week we grab that big bucket of popcorn a nice cold cherry coke Spencer's over there shaking his head because he hates snacks. He hates fun. 
I actually did have some popcorn during this movie. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, what did. size popcorn? What did you get butter on it? Like I'd like I want to know what. No, it, it was do. um I don't remember. Dry, bland. Keep, keep, keep doing your thing. I'll try to remember what it was. <laughs> okay, we'll get to it in a minute. Um but yeah, obviously Spencer joins me on Zoom every single week and this week in fact, we are talking about Halloween Kills. You can check it out on Peacock exclusively or in theaters if you so choose. Okay, it was called uh, Boom Chicka Pop. You can find it at Wait, uh, Target or Publix. Uh, and I've heard it's like two ninety nine. It was a white cheddar kind. It comes in a bag. It's, it was, oh, so you ate this at home? It's very good. Yes, I watched it on Peacock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, so did you eat the did you eat the popcorn during the film? Yes. Yeah. Oh wow, good for you. That's I awesome. Know. Yeah, that's great. I think what did I what was I doing during the movie? Um. I was well. There were I was struggling with processing like my fantasy football team losing, and then also trying to watch the movie. Oh, that's a great way and to pay I attention. I think I was drinking. I was yeah, yeah. That's why I told you the other day I had to rewatch some scenes because I was like in a different headspace. Oh, but okay. um, I pay attention, Spencer. I try. Well, I try. It's fine. It's good. Good to know that that's the merits that you were under when you were watching this film, so people could take your <laughs> opinion with a grain of salt. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Very good point. Okay. Exactly, Spencer. And absolutely. Well, speaking of movies, this one is rated R. It's an hour and 45 minutes, 6.0 IMDb, 39% critical rating, and a 71 audience rating, which I think is very telling, you know? Um, there's a very specific audience. There's a reason why they've made 11 of these movies over the last four decades, almost. You know, it's it's obviously a huge cult following. It's one of the original slasher films. I mean, it is Michael Myers is an iconic figure, and... I totally understand why. What studio is behind this one? Blumhouse. The big one. Universal. Universal. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why they want to cash in, make a new trilogy, and this being the second of that trilogy, Halloween Ends comes out in 2022. So, you know, I mean, this is uh, a big property. Might as well capitalize on Michael Myers. But basically, Spencer, why don't you give us the kind of the synopsis for this film, where we left off with the, the last film. I'm kind of curious to know... You know, where does this one start? Because you you watched it first. Well, John, it starts right when the 2018 Halloween movie ends. Right when... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, thank you for explaining. Uh, okay, first of all, what did you... Did you like the 2018 Halloween kind of remake sequel it, to the uh I think I was original? very in, indifferent to it. Like, I, I did like it, but I didn't think it was anything, like, crazy. Okay. But I, I, what I really liked is how badass Jamie Lee Curtis was, all the traps she was trying to set for Michael. Like, they were really trying to take him out um, instead of just people, like, getting all scared, running away, and dying. Um, it was actually pretty badass. It was it reminded me of... Uh, was that last Rambo movie where he has like all these underground layers and shit trying oh, yeah, to kill, yeah, yep. you, you know, basically all those people that are invading his property. Literally a shot like, of him just like spreading out blueprints of uh, all of the stuff he was going to yeah. do. I'm like, what the fuck? How does so, he have this much like, time? This is so <laughs> wild. <laughs> Fucking okay. Hell. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, uh, that's what it reminded me of. So yeah, I saw the 2018 version in theaters when it came out and I remember really enjoying it being like, okay, this is actually a fun take on it. Uh, it's got a direct sure. sequel to uh, the John Carpenter's version, uh, the original. Kind of retcons every sequel that came after that. This is more just direct sequel to that. Uh, and I hadn't seen it since theaters, so I actually rewatched it last week before watching Halloween Kills. And I remember just oh, 
I mean, I it did enjoy it. It was like, yeah, okay, this is good. This is fun. Uh, it's just it's a fun take. It's brutal. It's a kind of it's fun seeing Michael Myers like shot with some decent cinematography as well. So it's like, okay, this is this, sure. is, this is cool. And then yeah, it ends just basically like Michael Myers burns in Laurie's house. He's dead, most likely. Maybe who knows? And there was no talks that there was going to be a sequel. And this happened. This happened like months later after the success because it made so much money in the box office. It was, uh, it was also with a ten million dollar budget. So like it, you know, it was a huge return on investment. Like for a movie, it was just yeah, it was it made a lot yeah, of money. That's insane. So then I'm like, okay, so let's screenlight a trilogy: Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. We're gonna shoot it back to back. They didn't end up doing that, but uh, they were just going to kind of do this whole conclusion of the Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, as we've seen in like the ending of 2018 version. And yes, I was kind of like, okay, sure. Why not? Uh, And I was like, I'll be kind of curious to check this one out. I don't really have any huge connection to Halloween. I mean, I like it. It's good. It's fun. It's good horror for sure. Um, so I really just was like, all right, I just want to see a nonstop slasher movie, and that's exactly what this movie was. It was just nonstop. Exactly. Michael Myers is going yeah. to take out the entire town <laughs> of Haddonfield. He's all the, the some like original side characters from like the, the '70s version is going to come back, and he's just literally going to slaughter every single one. And it's just like this movie was just vicious. Absolutely. And for those of you who don't know, it is directed by the same guy who did. Uh... The Halloween, the 2018 Halloween movie, David Gordon Green. I mean, he did like Pineapple Express. One of Spencer's favorite movies, uh, Your Highness. I don't. I that's one of my least favorite movies. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, he fun. did Our Brand is Crisis with Sandra Bullock. Stronger He's got a with Jake Gyllenhaal. Wild like, filmography. I mean, very up and down. Prince Avalanche, which just just it's about painting lines on roads. I mean, <laughs> yep. He's done the smaller films. He's done the bigger films. He's done the the stoner films i mean pretty much anything now he's doing a halloween trilogy uh so now he's take dipping his foot into some horror movies or slasher movies so and obviously we got jamie lee curtis back in this one with her kind of none other than one of the best actresses of all time judy greer okay (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you have against judy greer but uh she's fine it's it's not that i have it's not that i have anything against her it's just like why did you notice that her name was karen in this movie and most is such of what she's doing in the movie, he's just yelling and complaining at fucking people. No, mom, I'm going to protect you. She's You're not letting doctor, go through like, this again. You, you need to stay guards. in the hospital bed. Like, you, you don't have better protection here. Like, he's going to come. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, my God. She was just repulsive. Uh, like, I... Well, sorry, I'm sorry, Judy Greer. I'm sure I she's just great. Noticed that your name was Karen, and like they just wrote her as basically a Karen character. I was like, oh my god. I really is... hope that was intentional. I really do. <laughs> it seemed <laughs> like she it. was. It, it seemed like it with the writing, but <laughs> it had to be. It, it, it genuinely had to be. But I mean, yeah. I mean, Halloween for me, like I, I've never had a huge connection to it. It was probably until I was maybe in, you know, senior year of high school. I don't know if you introduced me to it or if I just happened to watch it in college with you guys for the first time. I, mean, but I watched it for the first time, I've yeah, s- during the high school AMC horror ma- marathon that they did, when they just okay. showed like, a bunch of classic horror movies. Uh, that's how I first watched like The Exorcist and yeah, the original Halloween. Um, for sure. But I mean, I've seen it like six times since. I mean, with Nate. The original Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's a it's a very fun, you know, a franchise i mean the music is iconic we we made shorts 
uh, of this movie back in high school. Like we, I, that was one of the yep. weirder shorts that we did. Um, so, I mean, like obviously we, this, it has a special place in there for us. So, I mean, it's cool to kind of revisit it with this re uh, reimagining of it. And I love that Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie because she is like the original scream queen. But the problem is she's not in it at all. Really? Yeah. So that's, I've been reading some reviews and some, some backlash about this movie because when I went to go watch Halloween Kills, I saw that it had, I think, like a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I didn't see any other reviews or really other than that, like on Letterboxd or anything like that. I kind of stayed away and just went into it right after watching uh, Halloween 2018. I did a double feature that day. Uh, and so this movie, like, it picks up right where that ends. So it was actually, I was having, like, a blast with, like, all, like, seeing some of the characters. Like, there's even a moment, going off on a tangent, but there's even a moment when, like, the... Um, the nurse and the doctor couple, um, they're kind of in like the first half of this movie. Uh, they're literally in one scene of the 2018 version. They're in the driveway, and he's like, "Oh, I forgot. Like, I got to go back inside and get my keys or something." Like, and they even nod to that. And wait, uh, okay, so you're talking about the the couple that's dressed up as like a yeah. nurse slash doctor that's at the bar. They're in the first. They're movie? in the first movie for like one scene. They're just like glorified oh, extras okay. they have like one line but it's when michael first arrives in haddonfield and he bumps into the like the kid and the kid like looks up and kind of just like runs away and like he just yep. does his first like go into the house and stabs the woman but there was that scene yet where uh they're in the driveway and like they're just in this movie so yeah, kind of like piecing that together like oh that's kind of interesting that they're bringing that back like, it's 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 interesting that they're taking this movie literally takes place on the same exact night and everything so i was like oh this is kind of it makes for a really good double feature is what I'm really trying to say. Yeah, no, and I think the fact that they took that attention to detail for, you know, this movie is is actually surprising to me. I wouldn't have expected that just because, I mean, the main purpose is just to show Michael Myers kill people. But they actually kind of brought in the extras that happened to be in the first one. It's pretty funny. But the Strode family is absolutely taking a backseat throughout this entire film. I mean, they're just, they don't progress that storyline at all. I mean, maybe like the the last couple minutes of the movie they do for Halloween ends, but uh, they really just yeah. I mean, uh, Laurie's been stabbed and slashed in the end of the first movie, so she has to have surgery. So I mean, she can't really kick ass because she's recovering from. She that. certainly wants to. She's but bedridden. Judy Greer says no, no. <laughs> it's just they, they kind of wrote themselves into a trap with this movie, in a way. So they're like, well, since it takes place on the same night and she's been fucking slashed, it's like we gotta maybe. Let's bring back some characters from the 70s version just as for some victims for Michael Myers to have fun with. And we'll do some very stylistic murders and kills. Um, and that's what essentially this it, movie is. It, it works for the context. Like, you really have free reign with Michael Myers. Like, he can go into any house, kill people, or pe- kill people for no remote reason. And it'll make sense in the context of this movie. And I think that that's really the most entertaining parts of the movie when we were like in the hospital dealing with all the chaos and honestly like the not great acting of the extras that was like evil ends tonight we're gonna go kill him and like they're trying to form a mob like i i like the idea of that but i thought it, i was just like i don't really care i just want to see michael kill all of you when um, i yeah <laughs> so, that storyline i don't know was didn't work for me i guess it was it was yeah I mean, also because of the whole, like, on-the-nose social commentary surrounding that whole aspect of mob mentality and how people tend to do that. And just, it was a little, like, all right, the social commentary is a little just too preachy and in your face. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, it does. I guess it, I didn't it, pick up on the social commentary, but it, I, it, I, I was in the world of Halloween, but I can see what you're getting. But it does. At, yeah. It does take. <laughs> it, it did kind of take me out of the whole like Michael Myers. Thing. I thought that the whole other patient that escaped from the mental hospital and he was at the hospital and they all thought it was him. Like that was the one of the stupidest elements of this movie because the guy was just like confused me five four like, why he's why tiny. Is this happening he's a tiny fat dude <laughs> it's like michael myers is this like giant built six foot five kind of uh guy and just it's like no one yeah. fucking, like that, that some of the writing in this movie is just very strange but from for what it is as in it's just a non-stop brutal vicious slasher movie it's 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 a fun time like I had a great time with this movie. I, I think for me, uh, my main issue is like when they were trying to make a story out of almost nothing, it it just it was just boring to me. I'm like, can we just get to the kills? When when they had the there's like lead up to kills and there were some like actual like somewhat funny moments of people like when they knew he was like gonna be in the house and he was about to attack them. And it really does take you by surprise when he literally just does not give a shit and will gruesomely murder anybody. Children or just young teenagers, old people for no reason. Like that is the most entertaining part of this of this franchise, I think. And it they really do go all out with the bloodshed with Michael Myers and even the guy you mentioned who just jumped out of the window. That was gross. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean the movie is for no gratuitous reason. for sure. Uh, sure, it, it definitely. I've seen it much much worse, but oh, of course. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of Halloween movies, the original Halloween is a bloodless movie. They didn't really have any blood. It was all in shadows right. and just kind of implied. Um, they deliberately made the movie like that. And even Halloween, the 2018 version, I mean, it's definitely brutal. There's, I think he kills five or six people, and there's some very intense stuff for sure. But this movie, Halloween Kills, they just amp it up to 11. And he just, I think he takes out, I don't know, he takes out What is his kill count, I wonder? Five? people or something like he kills so many well, cuz there cuz all the some people scenes in the fire where he just department. takes out like a yeah yeah that's what i'm saying it's like <laughs> there's a, there's like some very specific scenes where he takes out like five or six people in a matter of like 30 seconds and then so the it's, whole ending he just it's crazy. mows down a bunch of bunch of uh, people from the town they deserve it's it. going to be very it. interesting to see what they do with halloween ends like i'm very curious to see what that movie does in terms of the conclusion of the storyline cuz maybe it would make watching this movie, I don't know, have more context and make more sense. Does it seem filler but to you? Does yeah, this movie, this movie like definitely a was a yeah, filler movie. I thought so, too. But if you do watch Halloween, the 2018 version, and then this movie, the double feature quality to it is so much fun. And, I mean, for a mid-October okay. film, it, it's got that vibes. It's brutal as fuck. It's probably one of the most bloody, vicious mainstream horror movies I've seen a big studio put out in, I mean, I don't know, a very long time. This movie has some kills that I was just like, I can't believe there was a, I, There's a moment I really want to mention because it it made me laugh out loud. I almost had to pause the movie because I thought it was so funny is when uh, there's some scenes that kind of like take place in like a, a park and these people are just trying to get away from him. Um, this woman somehow gets her hands on like a, uh, like just a pistol. Oh, wait, the and desert Michael, uh, eagle. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. Yeah, the the Deagle. And he, like, whips a car door open, and it hits her in the arm, and the the gun just spins around, and she shoots herself in the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, 
it's brutal, but it's just it, they try to make it funny too. So oh, I mean that's really definitely one of the humor. funnier moments of the movie. I mean, it's David Gordon Green and Danny McGraw- Danny McBride writing the screenplay. So I mean, they're gonna what a good combination the jokes for sure. <laughs> and yeah, the whole Big John, yeah. Little John, they were there for the comedic effect as well. Um, and I mean, they were kind of entertaining. As I, I, I like, I enjoyed them. I thought they were pretty funny. Uh, even though just all the characters just made like the stupidest decisions possible. Yeah, I mean, but you know, but that's maybe what that's just I mean, like going back to the horror roots. That's, in that yeah, case, exactly. You know? That's the thing. It's like to me, that's just it's more victims for Michael to kill, anyways, and it's just allows more vicious murders to happen more, on more screen. More stupid so people, like, right, more entertainment. That's for what me. this movie really is all about, I guess. So it's it's fine. Uh, yeah, but no, I mean, I I definitely had a good time with it. Um, I was a little higher on the movie than a lot of other people but yeah i saw that it has now like a 39 percent on rotten tomatoes and letterbox it's even so got like a, a 2.7 so i was like oh shit so people are pretty disappointed that this movie didn't continue the whole laurie strode kind of timeline and and i th- and that is my problem because i do think that of all like the slasher movies that michael actually has an interesting backstory and this movie does try to allude to it a little bit but um what the reason why i the Rob Zombie films are my favorite Halloween films because they actually do try to Even really over the original? use that. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I don't know if I'm going to come out here and say that, but yeah, I, mean, I, I do really like the Rob Zombie. The first half of the first film is is almost flawless to me. Really? I think I just love how they explored that character. I'm so. Yeah, I wouldn't say I agree. I didn't really like the whole origin of Michael, like when he was a boy and what led up to that whole thing. I, it gives him, it gives him some, I wouldn't I say I, humanity, I, I, but it gives him something behind no, the mask. You have some more saying, context so like, for sure. And then yeah, the second half of the movie was missing. literally like almost a shot for shot remake in like Correct. two times speed because <laughs> they were only had half a movie left. Uh, it was just like completely right. remade the uh, original film. Um, so I wasn't huge on the Rob Zombie 2007 film. I didn't see Halloween 2 that he did. I did. I have. I don't think I have. Okay. Uh, I heard it was awful. But... It's got like a 4.6 on IMDb, so I kind of stayed away from it. Um, but yep. uh, this one, I think, is more aligned with like the 2007 Rob Zombie movie, as in just like it just goes for some very kind of questionable writing decisions but it still it just it pays off with the brutality of michael myers and i thought that it was also very interestingly shot and i thought it was kind of well made so i enjoyed it still it has that going for it it's got the it's got the cinematic value you know i really it, it shot well it has good music it oh, pays yeah. homage it, it really does is amazing from john carpenter he's literally kills it with the score every time and he always reinvents the uh, original theme like this one is more operatic yeah i know the score is it's iconic so i mean if you've watched any of the halloween movies and you have any connection to them whatsoever it's just it's just cool to hear it even in a, with a new spin on it every time so uh yeah i guess what what would you be your final thoughts on this one um yeah i, I thought it was just it was just a fun it's a fun movie to watch mid-october uh, i just i watched it on peacock i had a good time with it it was great to see uh jim cummings in the movie so i mean that that alone oh, was like i okay. didn't mention it didn't, on podcast yeah, it, yeah, but jim, yeah, jim cummings, cummings is in the movie in the movie <laughs> for like i don't know two minutes but that was that was pretty exciting um and yeah it was just kind of fun to see michael myers just 
wanting to stab anything that moves and he literally just gets his opportunity to do this with this movie and he gets to kill a lot of dumb characters and as an audience member you're either going to have fun with that or that's going to annoy you because yeah they don't make any attempt to really continue the strode family timeline so it is what it is we're gonna have to wait for halloween ends for you know the deep dive into the mentality of michael because who knows what's going to happen there but um i'm gonna get this movie to i'm gonna go three out of five i liked okay. it okay i had a great respectable great time with it it was yeah it's a good movie yeah and as a double feature you think that that really does enhance the overall experience i'd give the uh, yes. 2018 version a three out of five as well maybe three and a half i liked it Okay. I like both of them. Yeah, they're good. They're just, there's, yeah, interesting choices that they're making. But it's, I, I just am really gonna see what happens with the Halloween ends. Yeah, and I think when it comes to these movies, for me, it, it's it's good to have a balance. And I think that just what I vaguely remember of the 2018 movie is it really had that with the Jamie Lee Curtis character who was really good, um, especially when you have that backstory from the original film and stuff. Um, and this film really just ignores that. It it does, like you said, back itself into a corner, sort of, with starting on the very same night where she's literally recovering in the hospital. So, um, you know, I think it is lacking with her not having her, and instead you have this kind of lackluster actors and cast trying to kind of band together and kill Michael Myers. Like, it's not that I don't like that, that idea, but I, I just didn't really care for the people trying to do it. Um like it's just kind of laughable from the opening scene in the bar when this guy's like, "Oh, on this night, back in these days, we need to remember an evil needs to die tonight." It's just like, I actually, ah, I just don't. It was yeah, it's just taking mean, itself a little too seriously for me, I guess. But I totally get that. But do you, you know that that was Tommy Doyle? Is he from the original oh, movie? Yeah, you missed that. Yeah, you're probably on fantasy football. Uh, no, it's just that I don't. I know. I just don't yeah. Know so Tommy Doyle, Tommy Doyle was the kid that was. Um, that Jamie Lee Curtis was babysitting in the original film and she protected him. And that's why he goes into the hospital bed at middle of the movie. And he's like, like when I was a boy, you protected right, me and well, now I'm going to protect you. And he runs out. I just thought the older version of his character was kind of lame. Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> that's from like the breakfast club. That's not Anthony Michael Hall. That's Anthony Michael Hall. That's what Anthony Michael Hall that's looks Anthony like. Anthony Michael Hall, dude. What the fuck? Oh my god, that is that's a lot to take in right now. I did not even know that was okay. I'm gonna match a three out of five though. I think I really do think that's a fair grade. Like I, I'm just nitpicking at this point because the movie is very fun. Um, you know, if if you are a fan of the franchise, if you if you want a cool double feature, like yeah, why the hell not? I mean, there's not as many movies out there to to enjoy, and it's spooky season, so get Peacock. Ten bucks a month, or go to the theater. Why not? Yeah, sure. Peacock. Peacock. Great streaming platform. You heard it here. Yeah, the cock. Peacock. The cock. Oh, um, yeah. Maybe that'll catch on. Hey, you got the cock? What? No, Peacock. Oh, uh, oh. Hmm. Yeah, I have Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who doesn't? Everyone has Peacock. I made sure to uh, to add it to like my dad's apps on his TV. So if he's scrolling through like Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Peacock will pop up there now too. So he can he can use it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. I think about those things. But Spencer, I think we do have a movie coming out next week that should be quite appealing. Oh, hi, Bilbo. Yeah, fuck you too. Uh, it is Dune, directed by none other than Denis Villeneuve. 
Okay. <laughs> We're going to go with Is that, that how you say his name? <laughs> no. Is that how you say his name? Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> it's not. Okay. Denis Villeneuve, little Timothy Chalamet, little Zendaya. Oh, my God. She looks like... If you don't give her the damn Oscar for this movie, I quit. I quit this podcast. Okay, well, you're going to quit. Amazing. But, um, I guess I'm quitting. happen. <laughs> yeah, no. It comes out on HBO Max and in theaters and in IMAX. Um, I'm hoping to get to the IMAX this weekend because, obviously, I want to see it in the best format possible. Um, oh, but we'll see. I am staying at a house where they have a 75-inch 4K TV and surround sound throughout the entire house. So I'm like, oh, it's, you know, that still would be a good watch. Mm. <laughs> so we'll see. You, you know we'll what? See. You can always do that and then go see it again. Well, that's the I thing, mean, yeah. I, yeah. Maybe. That's a thing. Yeah. Don't, yeah. you know, it's always an option. We'll Don't feel like you're pushed into a corner just because there's an amazing entertainment system in this house. We'll see. It's going to be okay. We'll see. we'll see what happens. I don't know. I hope you have some snacks for the movie. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, make sure to keep an eye out for our other Spooktober episodes coming out. we got a few other things when it comes to Spooktober for Mainstream Boys and also the main show. So keep an eye out. Follow us on Instagram, at those, fan, at, at those movie dudes. See you next week. All right. Quack, quack. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Tuesday, and you can stay up to date with everything related to those movie dudes by following us on Instagram.